especially now, I feel like I'm getting to the point, maybe you feel this way too. I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm like, wait, I've preached on this before. Let me go back and look at, look at what I said last time. And I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> this is the absurd journey of three church planners reintroducing familiar ideas in unfamiliar ways. This is the Bless Up Podcast. All right, welcome back. This is the Bless Up Podcast. It's Rachel, James, and Corey in the studio. And um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna just go jump straight into things. So this morning, this morning, it's not morning. Know, I don't know what time Whenever you're listening you just to had this, a preacher moment. I did. Good, good, I did. Mor- good morning, church. Yeah, I did. Eight p.m. workshop at a conference, and you're like, "Good morning, church." I know, and we're not even recording in the morning. It's Praise the, the Lord, everybody. Why did I just do that? Uh, anyways. Um, so what I want to know, what I want to know jumping in is what is something that you loved as a kid, but as an adult, you have realized is not that great. Um, I'm a true version of an Enneagram four. I love nostalgia. I love tradition. So mm-hmm. I think most things are better from the nineties. Uh, oh Yeah. I, I think most things are, but one thing I would have to say is uh, fruit by the foot is kind of trash. <laughs> yeah. I loved fruit by the foot when I was a kid yeah, to the right. point where like, sometimes I wouldn't even unravel it. Sometimes I would just I bite. Was, bro, you knew I was going to ask it. I was like, oh, I was wait, like, wait, are you talking you... about fruit roll-ups? How fruit would you, oh, I was going to say, because how would you just bite uh, a fruit by the oh, foot? Fruit roll-ups. I, yeah. I would agree on both. So did you, both did you eat it yeah. a piece at a time? Or did you did you roll it into a ball and eat it, bro? Sometimes when I was being lazy, I'd just roll it into a ball yeah, 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 and take yeah. bites out of it. Did you ever get the pizza fruit roll ups where oh, it was like you could those. like cut them out yeah. and like make a pizza and then yeah, but it, yeah, but they're not that good. Yeah, but they're not that good. Dang, and like it may be the reason, maybe one of the reasons why like my whole family's unhealthy. Like that was just like the that was the snack. Yeah, like it wasn't fruit. That was the yeah. It, <laughs> it was, wasn't like, fruit. Roll it's objectively not fruit, but I used to think that was fire when I was a kid. Yeah, for uh, sure it was. But that's that's absolutely trash. Um, yeah. In a similar vein yeah. of like, it's not fruit. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops did not like those did not hold up for me in you gonna, adulthood. You gonna try and tell me that you wouldn't you wouldn't smack a bowl of Fruit Loops right now? I wouldn't. I tried them yeah, as an adult, and I was like, these are. I still mm, smack a bowl of Apple Jacks. Yeah, whoever <laughs> right now, Skyler. I don't know if you listen to this or not, but me and the homie Skyler, like when we first start coaching at Garfield, <laughs> me and this dude will pull up to Burger King. They had a Fruit Loop milkshake. <laughs> Ew. And me and, his dude, me and his dude were drinking Fruit Loop milkshakes. Oh, bro. Day, Wait, daily. you're lactose intolerant. I, I am very much so <laughs> lactose intolerant. That's two reasons you shouldn't do that. I was, I'm very much so lactose Damn. intolerant. Disci- disciplines happened in the last year. Damn, but bro. before that, no food discipline. Fruit Loops doesn't hold up for you. Not for me. No. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I, uh, yeah, I was. it's surprising coming from me, right? Because I wasn't thinking food-based. Well, oh, usually I always, yeah, I usually, okay, relax. <laughs> I can say it. You can't. Um, but I actually, I went immediately to shows. I, uh, I went to, you know, I went to all that. Like they yeah. recently put all that on Netflix and I was like, 
I, do you remember? Yeah, I, we tried I, to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we were geeks. We were like, oh yeah, all that. This is this is it, bro. I made it like two minutes in. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like what I should apologize to my parents for making them. Yeah, put that what on was our I TV? doing? Then the other one. Do you remember the night? Do you remember the night that they put Power Rangers on Netflix? Bro, I'll never forget that. We got that ice cream. Yeah, bro. We got this huge <laughs> thing of ice cream. We went back to the house and we're like, we're going to watch all the Power Rangers. All of them. I think we watched literally, I don't know. Did we make it through one episode? I think we watched like one and a half episodes. Yeah, bro. And it then was, we watched Entourage. We could, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we switched. I was like, I can't do this, bro. I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, I wanted it to. I wanted it to work so badly. I wanted for, like you said, nostalgia's sake. I wanted it to work. It just, it didn't hold up. It didn't hold up. It did not. No, there's quite a bit. There's like, I mean, like you, like you guys said, there's some things from the nineties that are just better. Oh like, yeah. Like vans and Converse. They've aged well. Like the, the oh, they're just, I mean, shoes, they're just straight up remaking those now. Yeah. Oh, they're remaking so much clothes yeah. and stuff that we've had in the all, 90s. I think all of the shoes, not all, but I think 90% of the shoes in my closet were shoes that are originally made in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's absolutely true for you. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, retro Jordans. Right. Yeah. Right. You just, you just, you just got a tone this morning that I. <laughs> now I'm doing it this morning. This morning, church yeah, saints. Just, yeah, bro. You just got this tone this morning, like a little judgmental over there. I'm not. I'm not judging. Why are you Stay sensitive on today? All right, bro. <laughs> on today. Oh uh, no, but but I mean this this leads right into like what we were talking about earlier before we hit uh, before we hit record, and that is that like in scripture. Paul talks to us about um, aging out of milk. Mm-hmm. He talks to us about, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's at various points in our life, it's appropriate that we live on milk. It's appropriate that we're that we are still loving Fruit Loops every day. The fruit mm-hmm. by the foot and and fruit roll ups are a go to snack. But you know, when you get a little bit older, you know your digestive system change, yeah. your metabolism changes. You got to go to some real strawberries as opposed to some strawberry flavor. There's there's a time you know Ecclesiastes says there's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. There's a time and a place that we, as the church, as people who are pursuing jesus there's a time and a place that we got to age out of milk Mm -hmm. right absolutely and the idea of like aging out of milk to meat for me paul says it over and over again it's one of paul's like it's one of paul's things as he's talking to churches and we don't know who wrote hebrews but i have to guess that whoever wrote hebrews as we see in the rest of the New Testament with the authors, there's kind of this idea where the letters are circulating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at the end of Second Peter, Peter's going to acknowledge that the writings of our brother Paul are known as Scripture. Mm-hmm. So there has to be this idea that the letters are somewhat circulating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul's going to say multiple times, but in Hebrews, it's really like pungent there in Hebrews 5. Five, yeah into Hebrews 5, 1 into Hebrews 6, where it's charging us to leave what some would say, like, bad idea, but it's saying leave, like, mm-hmm. the elemental, like, things of the faith and to pursue the deeper things, to pursue what's deeper. It gives us a little list there of those things, but it's going to push us to pursue what's deeper. Mm-hmm. I think the idea, as I think about it, for me, I can remember when I first got saved, and I talk about it often, I remember sitting in my bedroom because my youth pastor, Pastor Paul, told me to read the New Testament. Mm-hmm. 
I remember like literally reading the book of Matthew and I got to the Sermon on the Mount and it said, go in your closet and pray. So I like took the stuff out of my <laughs> little closet in Snyder. Man, do it. And like I went in there and I prayed. And then I remember like finishing the Sermon on the Mount and I sat on my bed and I cried because I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I can be a Christian. Mm-hmm. So I went back and told Pastor Paul, I was like, hey, man, I was like, I, I can't be a Christian. And he began to explain it to me. And I just remember like prayer times that we would have in those days and just how everything was fresh and new and awesome. And sometimes because I'm nostalgic, I think back and I say, man, like I, what I would give to go back to like those days and to feel how it felt then. Mm-hmm. But the reality of those days for me is I was 18 years old. Like, I didn't have a ton of responsibility. I didn't have bills. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a wife. I didn't have a kid. I didn't have, like, other people who I was responsible for. So the idea of me, like, being spiritually formed in that time period was something completely different than what it means for me to be spiritually formed now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then, like, not only spiritually, but in life, I was like the little sippy cups that, like, I give Jada. (laughs) Yeah. Now my cup's a little bit bigger. Yeah. So if I try to fill my bigger cup in the same way that I'm filling like the sippy cup, yeah. I'm only going to get a little bit. My cup's not going to be full. Mm-hmm. So I think the idea of moving from milk to meat is moving from like, hey, uh, these were things that were filling me up. And these were things that I was doing then and saying now, like, it may need to be something a little bit different. Yeah. It may need to be something a little more uh, substantive. It may need to be something that's a little more, uh, that's a little deeper. That's going to get me to a place where I'm feeling formed spiritually. Yeah. <clears throat> I think with all this, like what I would preface, because I think that I personally am going to run the risk through the duration of the rest of this episode <laughs> of sounding like an old crotchety man. I kind of are. Um, <laughs> just kidding. You see what I'm saying? No, it's not just me. It's not I just did me. it on purpose that time. It's not just me. <laughs> Calling me sensitive. <laughs> but listen, I, I, so, so it's important that I preface this up front, right? As Peter said, like you, you should desire the pure milk of the word, right? Mm -hmm. You should, you should as an infant grow up on milk. Milk is fine. What I want for you and for everyone else is to be able to take solid food. Mm -hmm. That's what I want for you. So it's important that I preface everything else for the rest of this episode with that milk is fine when you are an infant what I want for you and for everyone else is solid food. Okay. Now that I've preferenced, preferenced, pref, prefaced, got you. Uh, let me, let me, let me get into it. One of the things that I, I draw back on when we get into this conversation is this habit that I have like every few months that I have to have every few months of changing the sound on my alarm. Have I talked mm-hmm. about this before? Like every so often, I have to change the sound on my alarm Uh, because what happens is I like, we'll, we'll put it, I'll turn an alarm on. I got to get up at 7am, right? So my alarm's going off at 7am and when my phone makes this sound, it will wake me up. But what happens over time and through the course of, you know, usually it's like, it's like three to six months 
I just get so, I'll have a day where I just get so worn out that I will sleep straight through my alarm. Mm -hmm. And then I will continuously sleep through said alarm. And it's not because I'm reaching over and turning it off. It's because straight up, like, I think that I have just gotten so used to that sound that it just won't wake me up anymore. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is when I change up the sound on my alarm to be a new thing. Yeah. It wakes me up instantly, like super fast. I can be just as tired, but suddenly this is like, this is ringing in my ear a little bit differently. I think what happens when we don't, we don't spiritually mature as our life matures is similar to that where it's like, Oh, I just don't feel like you hear people, right? I don't know. I'm not the only one. You hear people like, I just don't feel God talking to me like he was, or I just don't, I just don't feel it from the scriptures like I was, or this song that I used to like, it just always get, used to get me in the space of worship just doesn't really, well, I mean, yeah. Cause like time passes, life happens mm-hmm. and like, nobody's like doing the same old thing every single time. And it's just hitting for, for what it was hitting for before. Right. We have to do things to switch things up. We have to, we have to grow, right? Certain things aren't going to speak to us the same way that, that they did. I think that about things that, things that I wrote, things that I have, have preached. Like I go back sometimes, especially now I feel like I'm getting to the point. Maybe you feel this way too. I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm like, wait, I've preached on this before. Let me go back and look at, look at what I said last time. And I'm like, what was I doing? (laughs) What was I? It was a time. It was a time in life. You know what I mean? When you realize like bad habits that you had when you're you're like, absolutely. Absolutely. Or, or just perspectives that I had on certain, on certain life. Like how does this pertain to real life? And I'm like, that's what I compared it to. I was talking about like, like, come on, bro. Like, what was I doing? You know? Um, like you just, you just, you You just, you just go on and, and it's important for us that our faith is able that we put equal amount of work in to keeping our faith growing and maturing that we put into keeping our bodies healthy and whatever else as we grow and mature it's got to, the energy has got to match otherwise yeah things will lose its effect things will not will lose its potency like we won't be we won't be running as strong as we were things won't be hitting for what they were hitting for because we're not putting the work in to keep up with it. Does that make sense? Okay, so I think about this like as very directly in our lives right now. So like right now, we are teaching PJ how to eat food. He's nine months old, yep. and the kid is a tank. Yep, doesn't he, stop eating. Yes, he wants to eat whatever anyone around him is consuming. He wants to eat it. Yes. He sees popcorn, he wants it. Yes. He sees uh, anything on the table that his sisters have, chicken nuggets, like whatever it might be. He wants that food. He doesn't have the ability to quite consume it yet. And so I say this to make the point that like nothing PJ is eating right now is bad. Right. Like there's no stage of development that is bad. Like when I first came to Jesus, right. When I first, like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say when I first like really, really got serious about this. I was about 22. Um, there is nothing that, that I was taking in at that point, like daily devotionals, worship, like church services, like whatever I was doing, whatever I was engaging in small group stuff, like there was nothing that felt like enough at that point. Like I just wanted to consume everything because it was all so new and it was all so exciting and I loved all of it. 
when I look back at some of those studies, they're fantastic. I recommend mm-hmm. them to people all the time. But if I if I had stayed solely in what I was doing then and recirculated it every single year, my gosh, that would be so boring. Mm-hmm. So what happened is I got introduced to more people. Like mm-hmm. I believe that we have mentors for seasons. Mm-hmm. Like one of the greatest blessings in my life was as I started to mature in my faith, getting to know the Reverend Dr. Linda Leon. Like she introduced me to spiritual disciplines. I had never heard of spiritual disciplines. So she introduced me to things like Lectio Divina, which is a way of reading scripture in a certain pattern, reading the same passage over and over, reading it for different purposes each time, and then taking time to reflect. So I went through this season where like that is what I did. Now, as a mom of four, working full time, I don't have quite as much time to dive into that. And so to that specific spiritual practice. And so at this stage of life, like a rule that I have for myself is before I open my computer, I have to open my Bible because every single day, because of my job, I'm going to open my computer. And so before I do that, I open my Bible. I've been reading through like a certain whole section of scripture. I read a chapter, then I read the notes on that. Um, and then sometimes if I got a lot of questions, I go downstairs and I grab one of Corey's books and I'm like, let me read the commentary on this because I really want to dive deep, like deep, deep. I never could have read those commentaries and done that stuff when I first came to Jesus. It would have been so confusing for me, but you know, what's really refreshing to me sometimes, you know what I actually really enjoy last night when we were uh, putting the kids to bed, Kaylee asked me if she could read her devotional out loud. And Kaylee read her devotional out loud, and the girls know that after they read their devotional, I'm going to ask them, so what was that telling you? What did you learn from that? Kaylee read her devotional out loud. Kaylee shut it. And then she reiterated to me in her own words the exact point of what that passage was saying. Mm -hmm. Everything that she was presenting to me was milk. It was stuff that I'd stuff that I'd heard, stuff that I'd engaged with. But oh my gosh, to see uh, to see a young girl who just got baptized, who recently asked Jesus into her heart, reiterate these truths in their in in her own way is the best milk I ever had in my whole freaking life. Mm-hmm. Like milk is good. Every single stage of that development is good. There's no part of it that's bad. Like, we shouldn't look down on people in different stages of life. We shouldn't look down on where somebody is at. Rather, we should celebrate it and remember when we took that stuff in, and then we should help them move along in their journey. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, just for the sake of calling it out, right? I, I I have to because there is probably a certain degree of truth that that maybe we haven't considered right. So the question the question is like how do we how do we move on then? Like how do we keep it fresh? How do we keep moving be- to points of points of maturity, right? And I think there's probably a bit of truth that you know maybe we haven't considered some of these things before, and there's probably a bit of truth that you know, we, we, we just don't want to wrestle with the two things that I'm about to say, but I think, I think the two things that I, that I would call out that prevent people from being able to develop beyond 
spiritual milk. And you can add to this list. I'm not saying that this is like an exhaustive list or that it's all encompassing by any means. But the two things that I would say is most commonly uh, preventing our maturity and growth spiritually from milk to solid food to, to you know, tougher concepts to other things is um, <clears throat> our own self-preservation mm-hmm. and our attention span. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two things that you you can add to it. You can add to it. But like those are the two things that I think I see most commonly. Right. Y'all know how I feel about self-preservation. Right. What are you what are you trying to hide? What are you afraid to lose? What are you trying to prove? Those tend to be the three questions that contribute the most to our own walls of self-preservation going up. A lot of times we get to points in scripture or we get to points in spiritual maturity where we are forced to be confronted by a really difficult thing. Right. Or it's caused by things that are happening in our world. And now I've got to I've got to somehow reconcile what we're what we're facing in our lives or in the world around us that then matches or coincides or somehow works out that the scripture that I read of God being good is still true. And there's a lot of points that we get to that it's really difficult for us to like, dang, if I really press into that, I would really be digging into some stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd really be digging into like the idea of, of justice as opposed to human depravity. Uh, I would really be digging into like salvation. I'd really be having to dig into a lot of things that are, are pressing in, in my life relationships, things like that. Right. So, and and we prefer not to, most of us don't head on into conflict, right? Mm -hmm. Faced with it, we might fight, but that doesn't mean that we choose to go head on into it. Right. So we, if we, especially if it's a discipline where it's just me doing this process, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna avoid it. Right. I'm I'm gonna keep it pushing elsewhere, but then there's that block there and we never really like are able to grow past it in the spirit of or or in in the vein of um what's the other one i said there it is point proven attention span (laughs) (laughs) point proven right there's my adhd hitting again i think um i think that we have been we have been subconsciously trained in our american society to see and take things in quick and move on yeah Right. Here's where I get real crotchety. TikTok. <laughs> right. Instagram reels. Like any form of social media. Don't come it, from my reels. They're so entertaining. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're two weeks old. They were on TikTok two weeks ago. Well, that's because I'm old. I think that I think that I think that the thing is like we see things now in like they've been shortened from 60 second bursts to 30 second bursts to six second bursts. That's why all these things are so, are so trendy and appealing to us because we can absorb them quickly, easily digestible. Yes. And we then keep, they make us laugh for a second and then we keep it pushing. That's also why, you know, we, 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 so then we're also going to get our spiritual growth from there too. Something that I can digest or something that's sticky or it's, or it's Mm -hmm. attractive that makes it trend. Like, Oh, like BBB this, like, you know what I mean? Like just, just things that are easy to remember in six seconds, but that doesn't actually cause us to like push past any sense of like resistance or growth or maturity that, that we might have to face. And so, yes, I think there is a great degree to which like, Man, our attention spans, as trained by social media and other marketing ploys, 
in, in, in the world are, are actually inhibiting our ability to hang in there and to develop spiritually. Yeah, they're keeping us at milk. It's tough. It's tough for me to read long articles now. Like <laughs> it's tough. You know, some, some websites now they put at the top of the article, this is a five minute read or this is a six minute yeah. read or, or, or whatever. Like sometimes when it's like, when it's like, this is a 15 minute read, I'm like, woof, man, like, I don't know about all that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's tough, bro. It's tough. And Hebrew says this It's really interesting. So to look at chapter five, uh, we'll start in at verse 11 and we'll just go like through six, two or three. So it says this about this. We have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again, the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works, of faith towards God, and of instruction about washing and the laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. This we will do if God permits. Yeah. This we will do if God permits. What's interesting about this for me is like, I'm a person who loved, I love church tradition. Mm -hmm. So if I had it my way, I would preach from the book of Matthew. Probably not Matthew. I, preach from the book of John every week and I would preach about the resurrection uh, all the time. This text is not saying not to like love the fundamental and elemental doctrines of the faith. These are things we should hold up. Yeah. What this text is saying is that we shouldn't have to reteach these things over and over and over again. Yeah. We shouldn't have to lay a foundation of repentance over and over and over again. What it's saying is at some point, these should be things that become a part of us and these should become foundational for our furthering works in righteousness and for our furthering works. Mm-hmm. The reality is like there are other things that we must do. There's an idea of knowing and there's an idea of doing There's a difference between knowledge. There's a difference between wisdom. Talk about this with like students at the school constantly. I'm like, it's my job to teach you information, and my prayer is that this information would somehow become knowledge, that this knowledge would somehow become wisdom. This information becomes knowledge in that you've internalized it, and the knowledge becomes wisdom in that you have the discernment to know when to do it, or more importantly, when not to do it. That's good. Like, so the idea is that like moving from milk to meat is this idea of like, information god's word like moving from information to knowledge and from knowledge to wisdom and i think like yeah i know for me personally like i can even just talk about like my journey with like food i'm super lactose intolerant i'm gluten intolerant i don't have celiac thank god but i'm gluten intolerant so if i eat too much of it it's terrible I love pizza. 
We used to have football Sunday every week, and we order. Yep. Feels like a double whammy. Yeah, we order. We order a ton of pizza from Hungry Howie's, and I was trying. Oh my gosh! Shout out to that twenty dollars deal to that to that pink pizza box. Two la- two large pizzas, cheesy bread, and a two liter for twenty bucks. Twenty bucks still exists. I really doubt it. Man, does Hungry Howie still exist? I think it's out there. I it's think out, it's out there. Out there somewhere. It's not in Akron, unfortunately. But man, I want pizza. All the time. Mm. I want to go to Luigi's. I want oh. ice cream. Oh, like I want ice cream. Like I I want to eat those things. But the reality is, can I eat those things? Yes, but I'm going to pay <laughs> a price. And the pi- and the price I'm gonna pay at this point in my life is gonna keep me from doing things that I need to do. And also the people around you are gonna pay a price. The people around me are gonna oh, our basement you, hit the, the organ. <laughs> that basement bathroom. <laughs> Shout out to that basement bathroom and shout out to that urinal that we all, that we almost, <laughs> that we almost Oh my gosh, we're not <laughs> we revisiting that. that. <laughs> we almost that. We're not revisiting that. Keep all right, going. Sorry, you're on you're a roll. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. Nah, but even even with the eating, like the idea is like wisdom is the difference between what I can do and what I should do. Ooh. Like I can do a whole bunch of yep. things, but wisdom is what I should do. And when we move to eating meat is when we move from God's word being just, okay, this is information. I know this. I've internalized it. I can communicate it. But when it goes to a point in our lives and it takes root to a point where we say, you know what? I'm not going to do this because it's not good for me. I think that's when God's word starts to move from being milk to meat in our lives. And for me, that's what that verse is like pointing us to this idea of like information moving to knowledge and knowledge moving to wisdom. Mm -hmm. So let's get real practical with this. Let's get super practical. Um, If we were going to give some pointers, we're going to give some best practices from our own lives um, to help somebody up their appetite, up their intake, move from milk to meat. What are best practices? I know for me, um, I'm a perfectionist. I'm one of those people that like, if I perceive that I'm going to fail, one of two things happens. I either don't start or at the first sign that I'm starting to fail, I quit before I can really fail. So, or you change the rules so that you no, can No, I don't change the succeed. rules, but we have some family members that are rule changers. Um, nah, but like I think about um I think about some of the uh challenges that I've done like you know with my cousins like working to run a 5k, run a 10k, like that kind of stuff. Um at the first sign that I feel like I'm not going to be able to do it, I'm like, man, I'm done. But once you mentally get over the hurdle and mentally build the habit because like it takes physical action, but it's it's mental. Like half half of building new habits and and working towards things is a mental game. And so, if I was going to give encouragement, what what I would say is, don't quit at the first speed bump. Mm-hmm. Like don't quit at the first bump in the road because it it takes a while to build new habits and it takes a while to get where you actually want to go. And so, if your goal is if your goal is just to know more scripture, 
Like you just want to read more. Like maybe, maybe there's parts of the Bible you never read. For me, that was that was my goal a year ago. Is I said that in my in my time alone reading scripture, I was not allowing myself for one whole year to interact with passages I'd already studied. Because like you said earlier, if it's up to me, I'm going to read the Gospel of John, and I'm going to stay in the Gospel of John. For, John is literally my favorite gospel. Like, I've written studies on John. I love that gospel. Last year in May, I was like, I will not allow myself to do the Gospel of John one more time. So you know what I did? I've read parts of Chronicles, but I've never, like, studied Chronicles. And man, let me tell you, there's a lot of boring stuff in that book. But there's also a lot of fascinating things about the history of Israel. And diving into Chronicles made me dive into Kings. And diving into Kings made me dive into prophets. And when you when you really go deep into stuff and don't quit, the reward is so fulfilling and that's how you get to stake. That's how you move. That's how you move along in the path and you go deeper. And so that's like that's the piece of advice I would give is don't quit. Don't quit when you screw up. Don't quit when you miss a day. I didn't quit when I when I was like, oh crap. I opened my I opened my computer three times this week and never opened my Bible. That doesn't mean that I don't open my Bible. That means that when I realize it, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna shut my computer. And I'm and I'm gonna rectify that. So don't quit. Don't beat yourself up when you hit a bump. Yeah. I would I would say like, yeah, and moving from milk to meat, like I would say like don't be afraid to like have a milkshake with your burger. Yeah. <laughs> like don't be afraid to have a milkshake with your burger. Uh I went to Bible college and then I went to seminary. So sometimes I fall into this like terrible uh this terrible habit of not wanting to study things unless it's like super edgy or super uh something that's just like you're so cool exegetically <laughs> like yeah something trendy yeah. like something theologically trendy and i can get into a habit where i like don't want to study that but the reality is like moving from milk to meat doesn't mean that you like leave behind like this verse is saying like mm-hmm. the elemental or fundamental doctrines of the faith yeah so for me like yeah i will often I will often, yes, I like to read, like, like to read about spiritual formation in this season, like, a whole ton. It's like what I read about a whole, a whole bunch. But man, it's also really good, like, in our village, like, in our men's group that we call, like, a DNA group, we're doing, like, a Bible project study on Matthew, and it's just been, like, a breath of fresh air to just, like, read the book of Matthew answer some questions like around the table with like a group of dudes like Mm -hmm. it's super life-giving and awesome like our dna group wednesday was just so incredible we just like talked about the scriptures and yeah i think as you're moving into doing things like lectio divino or Mm -hmm. other spiritual practices to never forsake just the very simple like hey have a milkshake Sit around the table with some people and talk about God's word and yeah, be filled. I think, you know, what I, like I said earlier, like what I want from everybody is to like be the most mature and best version of themselves. But what I constantly preach and teach in any space that I go in is that you can't do it without self-awareness. 
Mm-hmm. Right. You got to understand where you're at yeah. and where you're at. To be clear, I ain't judging you for like there, It could be any amount of reasons that that you're old as heck and, you know, don't know anything about anything. Like it could be any number of reasons that like that part of like growth spiritually or whatever, theologically, whatever, just just passed you by. Like there could be any number of reasons and it's never too late to start. It's all good. Right. Um, I think that I, but I think you got to know where you're at to be able to know like where you got to go next. Right. And I would, I would challenge yourself to say like, all right, I've come to a point of faith and I'm pretty, that I'm pretty comfortable with, like challenge yourself to, to go deeper, right. Challenge yourself to, to get, to, to get stronger, you know, to, to know, to know better. Um, but I think, even, 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 I felt like I had to say that. What I really wanted to say. Okay, but it's true. Even if you felt yeah, like you yeah, had to yeah, say yeah, it, it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, felt, yeah. I felt like I needed to yes, say that because yes. that probably resonates. Yes, it's a good statement. What I was going to say and what I like really want to say is one of my favorite things to say. And Eddie, shout out to Eddie. He's going to really appreciate that I said this. It's just, just be cool, bro. That's my favorite bit of advice to, to, to give to people. Just be cool, bro. Like we get, we get around some folks, we got some friends in our lives. We get around some folks that just get a little too geeked about some stuff. Sometimes that just makes them look a little, a little silly. And I just, I just like, just be cool, bro. Right now. I'll give you, I'll give you a good example. Yeah. Right now, Cause I'm not tracking with you. Kaylee, <laughs> Kaylee, our, our second daughter, Kaylee's thing right now is jokes. I don't know where this oh came from. Oh my gosh. She loves to tell jokes. She sometimes lo- they're really funny. She loves to tell jokes. Sometimes right? they're not. But she like she hears it and then immediately no sooner that she heard it does she then turn around and try and tell it to you. But she didn't really set she didn't let the joke set in. So she's still getting it as she's saying it. And so now she's saying it and she's screwing it up because she really didn't mm. let it set in yeah. as she's sharing it. She's Sometimes yelling it at you. Yeah. And she's like she's like, Why did the why did the why did the chicken have no feathers? And I was like what she's like wait no wait no and then she goes back to the person that told her the joke and is like what was it what was it right like sometimes we get so geeked yeah. about like new information or we get so excited about like something that stuck with us maybe god showed it to us and maybe somebody else did but sometimes we get so excited that we skip the part where we got to let it sit in yeah, our lives for a little bit. It hit me when you were talking about the difference of like knowing and wisdom, like letting the knowledge really like sit in and soak in. And sometimes the best way to tell it to somebody is to live it out yourself. And I think that so, like I think that like sometimes the best thing we can do Rather than rushing to like, ah, oh, you got to know this or you got to hear this. And, 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 oh, you guys didn't, you know, I got recommendations. We should do this or we should say sometimes, sometimes you just need to be cool, bro. Just yeah. chill out. Let it marinate. Let it sit in your life a little bit and maybe start to live it out a little bit before you preach it. I've gotten to a place in my life now where the things that I'm preaching are things that God wrecked me over probably like, I would say at the earliest six months ago. Yeah. It's probably been longer. Like I got to let it sit in a little bit. Sometimes I used to jump the gun and get a little bit too excited about fresh, fresh revelation. 
but I wasn't ready to lead somebody through it. So I think that's the encouragement that I wanted to give is just be cool, bro. Like everybody's in process. Everybody's trying to grow. And I do believe that if God revealed it to you, he has it for you to share. Like it's for other people, but let's not rush that process of letting it set in our own lives and really like take deep root in developing our own character to the point that we begin to live it out ourselves before we rush to shove it in somebody else's face. All right. So if you are anywhere along the road or somebody in your life um, is maybe kind of stuck in their, stuck in their faith, stuck in their journey, um, I hope you find something encouraging in there. Uh, And uh, like James said, enjoy a milkshake with your burger. It's not, it's okay. It's okay to still love milk. Um, But let's keep, let's keep moving forward. Let's keep progressing in our faith and don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on yourself and don't quit on somebody else in the journey. I hope you find something helpful in there. We'll be back in two weeks. Bless up. That's right.